You are currently listening to Space Bear, a Star Wars podcast brought to you from a galaxy far, far away by the Nerd UK Podcast Network. The Force will be with you. Hello there, and welcome to Space Bear, a Star Wars podcast. My name is Alex Hadley, and joining me, as always, is the master of the law, Mr. Dan Heiss. How are you doing, Dan? Good evening. I'm good. Oh, I'm that, here. that was a nice, that was, that was very sexy. I mean, I could go a little more, good evening! I mean, good news, everyone, but yeah, we'll go with it. It's fine. <laughs> you there, bring me a Christmas goose. <laughs> Peasant, <laughs> fetch me my mead. Uh, no, we're good. We're here uh, to talk Star Wars. We are, we are. And joining us yet again for the second consecutive time, he hasn't got sick of us yet, is Mr. Stuart Dainty. How are you doing, dude? Good evening. Um, I'm good. I'm still ill. Um, so I'll probably sound uh, a bit like Emperor Palpatine tonight, actually. So That's yeah. fine, dude. I'm I'm exactly the same. I've got like, I'm all bunged up and I'm like, oh, hello. It just makes our voices sound sexier, which is what the listeners demand. Oh, yeah. I, I if Star Wars yeah. isn't sexy enough. You know, why the fuck wouldn't snotty and phlegmy sound sexy? Exactly. Think about it. <laughs> There's nothing more sexy than the sound of phlegm and snot. Um, so, oh, yes. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> oh, God, we are all, like, proper. Uh... <laughs> I'm not. I'm fine. I don't know what's wrong with you two. So, uh... yeah. So, yes. Hello there. Thank you for tuning in. Um, like I said, we are going to get a bit more frequent with the episodes that we're doing. And tonight, uh, we are diving back into the world of the Jedi Archives. Discusses from the Jedi Archives! I do have a saying bod that we'll be putting later during the editing process of that jingle. We'll put it in and post, it's fine. It'll be in post, it sounds amazing. It's just me repeating but, it over three three channels. <laughs> but we need you to leave your bit there first. Oh, we, okay, okay, if we all pause for like three seconds, ready, 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 ready? Discussions from the Jedi Archives. Okay, that should be enough time, surely. So I'll leave the original <laughs> one and then we'll put the new one in. So yeah, what, oh, yeah. what, what we did... What, what, do, what, do I sense sarcasm? <laughs> On this never. podcast, never. Never. Okay, so <laughs> we are tackling Jocasta New. We are spearing that small little crazy old lady. We are gaining access to the Jedi Archives. And basically what we do on this uh, version of the show is we take something from the Archives, a character, a plotline, a story, um, an era, planets, uh, planet, basically anything that we want to talk about, we can talk about. It's not limiting us just to the current news. Because as we all know, Star Wars does have a tendency of drawing up sometimes and then that leaves us with nothing to talk about. But there is a plethora of things to discuss with whether it be Legends or it be canon, this is our opportunity to do so. So on the last episode, on the discussion from the Jedi Archives, we went balls deep on Luke Skywalker. And we found out Dan had multiple opinions on the farm boy that started it all. <laughs> I mean, just that he's not, to re- not to repeat myself, but he's n- he's not a character for the first three. Yeah. He's not a character, he's a plot device. We established he was a plot device. So, in the spirit of all things uh, Skywalker, we are diving into the Mac Daddy. Now, we are sticking predominantly to original trilogy. We're not diving into prequels, we're not diving into sequels. We're going to focus within the time period of, I'd say, Rogue One up until... Um, Return of the Jedi and the end of that and we are focusing in on everybody's favourite daddy Darth Vader 
I mean, what more can you ask for? Get excited, people. I mean, <laughs> I mean that depends. But that, I mean, that depends. <laughs> the lack of excitement is disturbing. <laughs> I said, expecting yours to be like, yeah, woo! Excitement disturbing. I was expecting everyone to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, it's fucking the Matt Daddy, and literally it was just silent. But that's fine. Yeah, we're going to talk right, all I'm... things Darth Vader. Probably say something that I'll set Dan straight off. Okay, okay. Please do. Let's... Unless he agrees. Team me up. Team me up. Team me up. I'm yeah, ready, okay. coach. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Go. Don't do it. So... Don't do it. No, it's fine. It's it's a positive for me, but I don't know what Dan's opinion is, so we'll see. I don't but think this is going to be For me, fine. for me. Here we go. And it's my opinion. Careful. Possibly Whoop. the best cinematic Whoop. villain ever created. I'd agree with that. In the history of ever. I mean, in the history will, of ever. I will, I will addendum it slightly. I won't disagree with you. I'll addendum it slightly. <laughs> The most iconic oh, cinematic fuck, villain yeah. oh, ever created. The 100%. best, not so much, but that's a discussion mainly because yeah. he's not a character. Because oh, God. He's, again, <laughs> once again, he's a plot device. <laughs> but that's by design, so he is the most... But in being that plot device, he is the most iconic cinematic villain of all time. I am going to... We are completely making merchandise for Space Bear that say he's a plot, he's a plot device. That's a plot device. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, actually, actually, you have to have that. What's that meme? The um, actually meme. Um, actually, he's a plot device. He's a plot device. <laughs> so, yeah. the way that these shows are structured is we're going to walk through uh, mainly four points just to kind of keep a little bit of structure about things so we don't go off tangent because we never do that here on Space Bear. We like to keep things on point. We are. Someone get the Death Star alarm ready. We need that alarm going. Every time. Oh, yeah. I will set that up. Don't worry. In post. We'll do it in post. There will be a, a Death Star alarm that will go off. Um, so the four main key points that we're going to talk about this evening it's uh, so number one we're going to talk about Vader through the saga i.e. the character arc through the original trilogy discuss his growth his progression and ultimately the beginning and the end of Vader um, we're then going to discuss into some of our favourite Vader moments we'll kind of get a little bit loosey goosey we'll discuss all things that we love and some of the things that we dislike about what Vader did in the original trilogy um, then what essentially we want from Vader going forward, because as we all know, Star Wars isn't going anywhere, thankfully. Thank our Lord and Saviour, Mr. George Lucas, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, because hopefully Star Wars lives forever. So we're going to discuss what kind of things we'd like to see from Darth Vader, and if there is any room for exploration, have we got everything that we could get from Darth Vader? And then also, last but not least, Vader's legacy. So in terms of the grand scheme of things, um, what Vader has done for the franchise. So um, to start things off, let's, let's just start from the very beginning. Let's start from, well, I'll say the very beginning. We're going to start from Rogue One, the end of, middle of Rogue One, where Darth Vader appears. We're going to discuss how he starts out as the rookie Sith Lord and then how he becomes the rejuvenated uh, father of the plot device known as Luke Skywalker. So, let's just have at it. So, when we, when we originally start the trilogy, um, at the kind of, let, 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 okay, let's go A New Hope, because obviously the, the Vader that we get in A New Hope in comparison to Rogue One is a very different Vader. A very, he, very he, different Vader. Because he needs to be two different things for because of the audience expectations going into those movies, right? Yeah, because obviously like, originally when, when, the, when Vader was created, when it was made him for A New Hope, um, there wasn't... I think just people as an audience weren't... Um, as demanding in terms of what they required from their villains, which is obviously what Rogue One then served its purpose to create. Like we discussed briefly last time, and I remember down to you mentioned specifically that Vader has... It's nice to finally see Vader becoming a bit of an asshole, 
<laughs> and Rogue One had to do that. Rogue One was the injection of that, the first real piece of it. Obviously, with the, you had little bits in the Clown Wars and things, but the first live-action version of Vader being a complete and utter badass was it's, Rogue it's One. Fit. It's the first time we understand why the fuck we should be afraid of Vader. Yeah. So because go on. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just saying because <clears throat> all the way through the um, original trilogy, you're just you're just predispositioned to believe. Oh, is 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 this real bad guy? And you just believe that that's it's it's because, fed to you, and that's that's what you have to go with. Yeah. This is where the plot point comes in, right? Because Vader is uh, what is called the inciting action personified. The inciting action is, okay, what happens that makes the characters go from A to B? Yeah. And in throughout the original trilogy, all Vader is, up until the iconic scene where he says, I Luke, am I am your father. father. He is not a character. He is the inciting action personified. He is the thing that they use to go, whoop, things are a little bit slow. Story needs to move somewhere. Shove Vader appears as if by magic. Hello there. And suddenly everything moves, right? Like... Bespin. Vader did not need to appear on Bespin. I don't know, he he just only appears on Bespin because yeah. they go the f- because they go, God, that I need a reason for them to leave. Things are oh, things are okay here. Oh, wait, Vader. I call, I call bullshit. I believe he got a formal invitation from Lando to come and have himself a nice fancy meal and all he was trying to do was have his fancy meal until those goddamn rebels turned up and caused the ruckus. I'm just saying. <laughs> that man was di- diving into his blue milk. He was eating some of his Jar Jar Bink stew. And then those damn re- pesky rebels turned up. <laughs> Tried to have a nice meal, yeah. and the fucking rebels ruined it. Mate, those don't bastards. they always? Don't they always? So, if we're talking, let's talk a little bit about that transition of obviously that that injection of Darth Vader being a true and utter badass from Rogue One into a New Hope. Because if we look at if having rewatched it's the real New Hope, fucking jarring. Oh, it it really is. If you go really and watch, is. if you go and watch Rogue One. And then immediately straight after, watch, watch a new, a new hope. hope. You're like, is this oh, the same man? This makes yeah. no sense. Do we think that's of a detriment to the originals? Then, so as we start to look into what Rogue One does and its purpose, um, obviously it was. I think it's a great film. For for me, the Fantastic. the Rogue One is the best Disney film, um, oh. out of out of say Solo and obviously the new trilogy. Um, so. But is it required? Do you guys feel when you watch Now A New Hope, Vader is, it, it, like, what's he doing? He's a bit of a pussy. It's real detrimental to it, I think. Where you it see is. that Obi-Wan fight, it's like, yeah. what? Is this the same man? But I mean, yeah, it, 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 yeah it's twofold, right? It does what Dainty said earlier, in that it, it helps in, one, giving Vader some character in yeah. that he is scary. And he is never, he's not scary in the original trilogy. He's a road bump that he's put there on purpose to cause problems. Um, and it does that. But in doing so, in making him scary, you then look at the original trilogy and go, why are you never like this? Why do we never see you like this? I know. And I, I know I know. a factor of it is, is because in A New Hope, we're looking at it from the perspective of they're kind of, oh, what, just out of curiosity, Dan, you'll probably know, what is the span of time between A New Hope and Jedi? It's not a large span of time. I believe, if memory serves, I am going to look it up, but I believe it's only two years. You know what I mean? So the, the, the Darth Vader in, in A New Hope is is very similar to... I mean, I know he's a lot younger than Obi-Wan, but they are in the latter years. They are like little angry old men fighting. 
like hitting each other so, with from, sticks and throwing. From New Hope to Empire Strikes Back is three years. From Empire to Return of the Jedi is nine months to a year. Yeah, so it's not that long. So we are seeing a latter stages of Vader because ultimately yeah, he dies in Jedi. Yeah, but the irony Spoiler. is, he's he's that bad at the, the skip between Rogue One and, and is, yeah. is literally literally seconds. It's like he he's like Popeye. He had some spinach while he was in Rogue One. He, he got su- he went Super Saiyan. He's like, yo, I've got I, one last bit of energy. I'm going to murder these people. I think overall, it it brings Rogue One makes the trilogy a much better trilogy. But oh, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, but absolutely. Did, but but it does have trouble addressing, like you say, when you look at it now, the lightsaber fight between Obi Wan <laughs> and Darth Vader is pretty. Shit. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's, pretty it's bad. real milk toast. It is like the minimum amount of effort. Yeah. Here we go right. off. Here we here we go off tangent straight away again. Um, and the whole fucking Clone Wars battle between Maul and Obi Wan, I think, to fuck. He's what? Sorry. You did drop overhyped. Him. What? Don't Maul you and Obi Wan in Don't Crime Wars. Dare. The final battle. It's a little bit quick for me. Like they built it, it up so much. Bl- we'll, I will. Do, we will have a full episode where we break. Do yeah. nothing but break down that fight. <laughs> Absolutely. I can talk okay. for an entire. I can talk for an entire hour to two hour span on just that fight. And Dante's like, look, it's shit. It lasts three seconds. And Dan's like, no, fuck that noise. We're going to talk about it for four hours. Yeah. I can talk, talk about, about it for an three entire fucking hour. hours. Three hours of content. Okay. Yep, I can. I can. I have no okay, doubt that you could. I have no doubt. In, in that case, I can't wait for the lecture. You are going yeah, 100%. Get your clipboards because we're going to be here for a long time. So, yeah. if. So. So we've kind of all on the same page where it, there is a slight of it is of a detriment to to seeing that transition but, between Rogue One and and a New Hope. Yeah, and that's the same with everything now because it's such a small. Um, what I'm I'm going to not be able to produce the evidence for my point here. But there's a, there's a there's a few other points where there's there's so much little time progression between what Disney are doing and then the original trilogy that some of it just doesn't make sense. A lot of it is actually around sort of how people have aged as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, the same applies really between the prequels and the original trilogy as well. Um, because. Well, I mean, you, you only have to look at it. It's the Obi Wan argument, isn't it? It's the Obi Wan argument yeah. on Tatooine where the yeah, dude's like. I, clearly, the two, sons, one, the two sons yeah. caused him some yeah. grief. Yeah. Yeah, the but son, also, the like. Son is aged. Yeah, like Anakin in Revenge is 22. Oh, and it's a 19-year gap between Revenge and A New Hope. Yeah. So he's what? Well, I'm not good at maths. Maths on the spot. Maths on the spot. So he's like 40 something. Yeah. So like oh, the original premise of the Obi Wan Vader fight was two old men in their prime who they're past their prime. They've been at this for like decades. So you can forgive it that it's not the most exciting fight in the world. But then when you look at the actual ages as they've set them up, you're like, nah, man, he's like 40. And yeah, he's been through a lot with his suit damage and all the rest of it, but the man is like 40-something. He should, he should be in Obi-Wan his prime. should not... Obi-Wan's like, what, 50-something? Yeah, he so should be in his prime. It doesn't make sense. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody reimagined it, didn't they? Did not somebody recreate? They did a re. Yeah, there's, they a, did. there's a yeah, fantastic fan film. Oh, I can um, see it here. I can see it here. It's caught Star Wars yeah. SC38, scene 38 re- re- reimagined, and it's kind of yeah. them going at it in the hallway, and that is absolutely. That's how it should have been. And, that's how it should have been. And this is what I mean. So this is. Do we? It's obviously it's a detriment because is it just because audiences in the 70s and 80s that was the level that was expected, which which. Well, it had never been seen before, had it? That's what I mean. Yeah, and, Some, and, something on that scale had never been done. So, to it was guys impressive to begin with, with their floppy little yeah, lightsabers. I think, I think, like again, the, the 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 narrative premise that they set up, they because of how because of whatever decision they they made to then go back and fill holes, right? And that's part of the whole reason why the prequels exist is because they were like. And because we've got this mysterious character who isn't a character, um, because he doesn't need to be, because we're just laying foundations, <laughs> uh, we're going to go back and build him a character from scratch, from a little boy up until his fall. That's why the prequels exist. But in doing that, they've thrown off, they threw off their own timeline. I mean, that's because just Star it doesn't Wars, it? match up with the original narrative premise. Because because it's like, oh, he's actually twenty two. Yeah. Mm. So so we obviously threw in new hope. Do do you still get that sense of like I said, as we've spoke touching briefly, is there a sense of dread through Vader's arc and is it justified through a new hope? Dread? No. Again, he's the inside he's in being the inciting action, he becomes the face of the Empire, right? It's not yeah. the Emperor, it's not the Stormtroopers, it's not the Death Star, it's not the um it's it's none of that. It's it's Vader. He is the face of the Empire because he is the thing that appears whenever we need to go. Oi, chop chop! You're spending too long in one place doing fuck all. Get, Get a move Vader. on. Here's Vader. Like even even Dagobah, right? He doesn't appear in person on Dagobah, but Luke has a vision, yeah. and the person who appears in the vision is Vader to go. You're spending too much time with Yoda. I'm murdering your friends. <laughs> Fucking get your shit together and come fight me. That's, he is the inciting... And in being that face of the Empire, he becomes the antagonist, right? I mean... He's it, the antagonistic force. But realistically, I don't think at any point I was... Even as a kid, I was either like, oh my God, Vader's coming. Shit's hit the fan. They're all going to die. No, <laughs> never Vader's, did I feel that way. Vader's Vader. under the bed. What's that in your cupboard? It's Vader. Um, like, I mean, ultimately, I've just had a quick look. He's in nine. He only had nine minutes of screen time in A New Hope. Now, you exactly. said, like you stated, like in terms of defining a film, and like Dante, you said, probably one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic, villain in cinema history. Nine minutes of screen time in A New Hope. Nine minutes. That is absolutely nothing. And I'm not even sure. I mean, Empire, you could argue that Empire is is a Vader film. It's, it's, he is the big bad. Um, so to, the fact that he only had nine minutes in A New Hope. Yeah, he had 44, compared to 44, 44 minutes, in, minutes Empire. in Empire. That's the difference. So you think he. Just on that initial introduction in A New Hope, how much of an impact that character had. That's that, like, that's insane. Because. And a lot of it's down to character design, right? Like, 99% oh, of it is down to 100%. pure character design. Which is why I don't think they've, they've really 
deviated from that since. Like you, no, obviously, like, you have multiple outfits for Han. You have multiple outfits for Luke. You have multiple yeah, outfits exactly. for Leia. But you never have another outfit for Vader. You have a, a little floppy chain hanging around his neck sometimes, like he thinks he's B.A. Baracus. Um, like I know, you know, in in Rogue One, he looked like B.A. Baracus, and then all of a sudden, in New Hope, where was the chain? Or he dyed it black. There was <laughs> it was like very prominently not yeah, and there. The helmet changes minutely based on who's actually wearing it to make it fit. Yeah, um, it's a little thicker at the neck sometimes. It's not. It, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, as as we go into obviously, so a new hope establishes the character. A new hope creates this this very iconic villain, um, like you've said, Dan. But I don't think it was originally designed to be as standout as Vader was um, in the in A New Hope. Like you said, it was very much, he is the, the action. We need Vader. Get him in. Yeah. I think more so... We need, in, we need something to happen. Yeah. Vader appears. More so in Empire is where we start to see... He, he, I mean... A little bit more character development. I don't even think we do. Like, until the last... Until the last scene, we get... When he becomes relevant to... Luke beyond being the thing that led to the thing that led to the thing that killed his his aunt and uncle and then the thing that killed Obi-Wan uh, until he mattered to Luke in a way that was not just I am the antagonist he doesn't he do, even in Empire he doesn't have a lot of actual character he, it's a lot of standing around standing at windows uh, having the Emperor talk at him. What more do you want from a character? But that does not give him character. Again, I he's don't a plot know. device. I don't he's know. He's a plot device. Because no, that's... he doesn't have any character yeah. there. I don't know. I'd, I'd argue the toss with that. Cause... Okay, tell... please do. Go. Just argue it to me. Tell me why that gives him any character whatsoever. <laughs> because ultimately, if it, it's that's the presence of the of that character. He that's doesn't not need... a character. He doesn't it's need to do it. He could just stand but there and not... look down. He doesn't have... Okay, tell me, throughout Empire, what is Vader's arc? He's angry, and then he's a little bit more angry, and then he's... Well, I guess his arc <laughs> in Empire is actually finding... Yeah, finding son, Luke. Trying, yeah, yeah trying, Realising trying to... that Luke is his son, what does he do about it? He tells him. How does he it change? How Luke does it fucking turn to the dark side? Exactly. That's not a change galaxy. in his... That's not, yeah, exactly. But until that point, until that moment when he's standing over him, having cut off his arm, and he decides, I can't kill this man. He is my son. He comes to that realization in that moment. He doesn't know before that. Until that moment, he is not a character. He does not have any characterization beyond, I am here to stand, to brood, to look menacing, exactly. to be angry. But that is not a character arc. He does not have any development as a character throughout 44 minutes of film time up until <laughs> that moment. At that moment, absolutely, I agree with you. That moment, he becomes a character and he starts getting development is and that, starts is, a character arc. But, but is until that, that point, he may as well be a brick wall. Nah, I'll call bullshit. Only because ultimately, Continue, because ultimately that... That is a testament to to the character because he hasn't. No, because it's not a character. It's a feeling you have <laughs> based on the filmmaking. Exactly. Based on what the film is telling you, that doesn't mean it's a character. Does you not think that it has more impact though, as 
as the film progresses, that impactful moment, that humanity, that ability to say, look, I am your father, that kind of creating that he spent a whole two films looking for his son. Do you not think that that is... he doesn't realise that that is his son until he's standing over him. Okay. He doesn't know. He's not looking for Luke. But do you not think that that's just a testament to the fact that he hasn't been a prominent character, if that's the case, that that three seconds of film, because you wouldn't have felt the same... If he had no, been and all he, guns he, blazing, he's, he's used as a tw- he's used again as a plot device as a twist, right? And that twist is what then kicks. It, that is the spark that ignites his character journey. Oh, right? you, and you didn't say the spark that ignites the rebellion that will burn down the first time. <laughs> no, because why would I? <laughs> I, know, I do. I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. Yeah, I get like, it. I, I get it. But like, I think there's. You can say he's. You can say he's cool. You can say he, yeah. he broods and he, he's angry and the, every every scene he's in is fantastic. But I do not think you can say he has a character arc and develops as a character until that point. Because until that point, he isn't one. Uh, there to brood and to arrive on the scene randomly to cause problems. That's all I do in as life. <laughs> and that's fine. I don't believe in I that. I brood and stare at walls. <laughs> and this is where this is why that this is why when we were having the the last the last episode, Dainty, when you were like, why don't we see the character that we see in yeah. the comics in the movies? Because they then have to go back and backfill and justify there being some character reason why he does anything because it's it so doesn't annoying. exist. So annoying. We get because the best he, of because, that in the fucking books. Yeah, in the because, it, he, it, because he doesn't exist in the movies. He's because they they because as they were building this, they didn't want to tie him until that point. They don't tie him down to a motivation, and part of that you can say is to build the mystery and the mystique behind Vader. But it's like it's it's, like it's the also whole from scene. A, yeah, it's also from a film perspective to go. We need okay. We need a reason for Vader to appear here, and for it not to screw with any like motivation he has. Because reasonably, he's a general, and like the second most powerful man in the galaxy, he really has better stuff to do than chasing around individual groups of rebels one at a time on his star destroyer. Which, which I'm, I'm pretty, I'm fairly certain Vader, if he wanted to as well, he could have, he could have stopped the, uh, um, Princess Leia's ship from leaving that dock at the end of new at the oh, end of rogue one oh 100 but i just, think just force force held in in place yeah he could have but, but i think that was that was i mean we've seen him do that on multiple occasions if you see it like especially more so in the lb1 series um yeah we've seen it well we've seen it once in lb1 he literally walks away and like nope i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go that way he like gives the person the benefit of the doubt which which it could board them 15 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but ultimately, do you think that's to establish more so of, of his character? To be like, look, Anakin, he's, there is a little bit there. Well, well, to go into that, and the best series for this, the best, po- the best initial sight we get of Vader that is canon is the 2017 comic run, right? That is the immediate yes. aftermath the immediate after aftermath. Revenge. That is yeah. the um, that is Vader being born, and really, I think you can summarize his character at that point in three three easy easy words: pain, anger, Suffering. and the desire. Well, it's a desire to 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 to, to not to, to to commit die. 
It is a. It is a, Vader does not want to be alive. Yeah. In that 2017 character uh, comic run, he's oh, looking for Jedi. Yeah, he's doing. Yeah. He's looking for Jedi for the sole purpose for someone to kill him. He does not want to be alive at all. I mean, yeah. Um, I was. I was going to say arrogance, but I suppose that ties in with that because he just. Yeah, he comes across as arrogance because he just <laughs> he just goes head first. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah, he it, doesn't I'm care. Yeah, screw just you, like, screw I'm, you. He's like, I have lost everything I cared about. I have pushed my best friend away. I have killed the love of my life. Um, I have lost. I by gaining this position, I have lost everything, and I don't care anymore. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you, Inquis- Inquisitors. Fuck you, Palpatine. You t- conniving bitch. I really I'm just like going to die. Yeah, I really, really like the the Palpatine Vader relationship in that comic. I, think... I mean, the first thing we see him do is he immediately yeah. tries to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Like I after really the no scene, his first thing is, "You did this to me, you bitch." Grab yeah. lightsaber, proceed to kill. I I think that relationship is is a testament to to Vader, that 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 Vader. Like you've said, it's a shame really that we've had to go and resort to comics and other things to fill in the blanks because that really does, like you've stated, Dan, I do get the fact that in Empire there isn't really a fat lot of character development, but I'd still argue that the subtlety is there. There are little I mean, indications I will, I will of, of character I see there. that it starts to set up the relationship with the Emperor, but it is so basic watching it back. it doesn't, And then comparing it to this comic... I'm like, really, you have done very little to actually... I think, it, like... I think, especially in Empire, the... And I, I, I will agree with you to the to this extent where I do think you get more from Tarkin and the other admirals and lieutenants. You get more character from them than you do Vader in Empire. Yeah, and the idea... And, yeah, and without, like... Without like an extensive interview, you can't. And to which point, I don't believe anything that anyone says after the fact when they're not working on a thing anyway, because it's very easy to wreck on your own opinions. Yeah. Uh, like whether that's an intentional decision, or like like we're you know he's supposed to be mysterious. The audience is supposed to question and go, who is this Vader guy? Who, who is, is who is, Vader? Who is this man who stands around looking all tall, dark, and evil? Who um, is or Vader? Or is this, or is this just a facet of uh, a fact of the story because like again going back to the luke discussion they built this narrative around the traditional hero's journey and in the traditional hero's journey you need a villain who just is and is evil and exists as just being plain evil and i mean ultimately it's a testament to like i said it's a testament to the costume design 100 percent, absolutely that costume design carries a lot of star wars yeah, it, and it carries it carries Vader, right? Without that, he's nothing. No one would care. No, which is it's the Boba Fett thing in it. It's it's the Boba Fett thing where it's like, oh my god, this guy rocks up in it's Empire. Is the Empire where Boba Fett gets his first? Is he is it Empire? Was it Jedi? Um, is it Jedi? He shows up on Bespin, Boba Fett. Yes, so you get your first appearance. Bespin. He's Empire. Yeah, it's Empire, yeah. isn't it? So that's what I mean. It's that kind of thing of the costume design on Empire alone. Is what carries the villains for me. It's it's astonishing. It, it, Vader's costume is is what makes him so intimidating. It's fucking perfection. It really I is, mean, dude. It really, really it's, is. Man. It's it's real good space samurai armor. I don't know how they've managed to create a bell hen, a bell end helmet helmet 
and then it not become this ridiculous fucking thing. Like, you're still scared of him. He's got a fucking massive bell end on top of his head, and you're still like, that's Darth Vader. Oh, shit. Why is there a giant penis running towards me with a floppy lightsaber? And yet, somehow, the the um, Rebel Alliance's helmets are still worse. They are the sperm helmets, as we had the discussion on the last one. Uh, like, we, we, like I said, just before the podcast started, me and Dan were, were discussing how Vader poops. I think there's the ideal opportunity to delve into that world whilst we're on Empire, because let's face it the, the, the main thing that everybody thinks about during Empire is how does Darth Vader poop? <laughs> I, so, I, yeah, he, just, he, he just uses the force. He, he just stops it with the force. I saw this. Somebody was like, yeah, he just forces the shot out. I, I, but then... It <laughs> <laughs> just forces the poop out. Like, where does it go? Because, like Dan pulled up, Vader, when he was originally turned into Vader, so we are still on the Vader <laughs> Empire era. Vader, when he was first turned in, Palps was like, yeah, I'm going to make this suit and it's going to be really painful for everybody. I think this was purposely done, where he has to stool in his own shit. <laughs> where yeah. it's, it's, an, it's an extra element for Palps to be like, look, you feel pain, suffering, and you constantly feel the soothing shit between your legs. <laughs> I mean, have we have we ever actually seen Fucks. in in any comic in we any live had, action? We have had an answer. It is non-canon anymore. It is non-canon. There was an answer given. Okay, but it's non-canon. Non-canon now. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Invader, at, at this... Invader Rise of the Dark Lord. Um, they do go in. They say he has catheters in his penis. Nice. That allow him to pee, and then has a, a collection pod for his other waste. Yes. Like uh, oh, I, I always uh, said. You're, what's you're, it called? A catheter. What's it called? No, what's it called? The bag that you have to put a, on if you, you do it It's called a poop sack. Colostomy. A poop sack. Yeah, colostomy, yes. So I say, if you look at Vader's costume, the, he's got like a crotch area that's quite padded. It's clearly held in there. But then obviously... I, I, like, I, a, like a big sci-fi diaper. Big sci-fi diaper. We, and then we fell down the rabbit hole of does he have a penis? Like there was a whole thing where... <laughs> there was a whole thread where people were like, yes, but it probably doesn't work anymore. Which is which is why he's so angry. I mean, it would go to Led, really Led. piss you off, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? And then also... But, ju- then, it, but then again, if he hasn't got testicles, <laughs> does he even produce testosterone? I mean, that could also be... But then his voice is really low. Yeah, that's computer-aided, though. Yeah, I was going to say, how much of his voice is synthesised? Yeah, but when he takes it off... Oh, no, he doesn't. It's, when he takes it off at the end, he's still like, yeah, hello. He's, not, he's a lot higher. Fuck. Yeah. Does Vader have testicles, I though? Just see your face with my... Oh, Look at yeah. my none. My, also, my smooth patch. With how much limbs is lost, does that, does that, does that like, lower his midichlorian account? Uh, account? I don't think yes, it goes actually. on the basis. What? I don't think it goes on the basis yes. of per limb. It does. It does. It, does it actually does. The reason why Vader rarely uses force powers, and this is in the um, in the series and extended media, the reason why he can't do force lightning is because he doesn't have the high enough midichlorian count to do so. And because that's because his, of the his living, limbs. Because the living force that was in part of his body has been so repl- and in it's not just his limbs right it's his entire body so much of it has been replaced with um with machine parts that he struggles to channel the living force through him through his entire body which is a requirement for force lightning Man. wasn't there a droid that was a jedi was that when where that's what i'm was. asking was that 
Well, they wouldn't they be able to, would use they? Use the force, no. Oh, okay, hang on. R5D4, aka Skippy, was secretly in Jedi in a Star Wars Tales number one. He was a, secretly a Jedi. So yes. No, but was that a? Was that a? Was that a? Is that a canon legend. thing? That's 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 that's, that's yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 gonna it's non-canon. Legends. Star Wars legends. So you're about to say how, how the fuck did they get away with that? Then? Skippy the Jedi. Because it wasn't droid. established at the time. But then again, midichlorians only come in in fucking prequels. Yeah, and the living yeah. force is a thing that passes through living beings. Wasn't like expanded upon. Fuck! Him. I'm so I'm so I feel so bad for Skippy the Jedi droid. He had a comic. He was really badass. And now you're telling me that Skippy's been thrown to the curb. <laughs> Skippy, Disney Skippy's, has fucking destroyed that Skippy motherfucker. The, look, I mean, look, you guys can see on the live thing that I'm doing. Skippy, the, he had a logo. Skip, Skippy the Jedi droid. He had a logo. Yep. For those of you who are listening, go go type in Skippy the Jedi droid. And also, before we move on from rest the Vader poop, I would <laughs> rest in peace, Skippy. I'd like to play this amazing lady who does the the, the Star Wars YouTube channel, Star Wars <laughs> Meg, because I just love the way that she keeps saying Vader poop, <laughs> and she just keeps saying it. And it's amazing that she can hold it because I would be in hysterics. Just, just take a listen. Just take a listen. Here we go. Because his suit had a function Here we go. It. That was for poop. Poop. There was a little part, a compartment at the center of his suit, which was for recycling liquid and solid waste. Poop. Now, the grossest part of this is the word recycle. Uh, not the poop. It basically means that whenever Vader decided to poop, <laughs> the waste got recycled. And he ate his own poop. Food for his body. He ate his own poop. Nice. He ate uh, his own poop. Disgusting as it seems, it meant that Vader only had to be force-fed through a tube in his poop. helmet when nutrients from his poop were eaten so many times poop. that there was basically no nutritional benefits in his poop anymore. Poop. And Darth Vader therefore can, could go off, you know, with little food and survive off his poop when killing poop. rebels when there wasn't food sources, which may sound effective. Poop. But again very disgusting and what happens to the reheating poop after it loses poop. its purpose is pretty much unknown uh, what happens i would say that the most likely speculation the most likely scenario here we go is that darth vader's suit froze the poop and turned it into it froze some the kind of concoction froze the poop was pushed out of the armor and perhaps onto the ground <laughs> chamber or wherever, and then was later picked up by i don't know some kind of janitor droid or something Oh my god, the music is so. <laughs> the music is so. I love her. Like seriously, go check out her channel because that's amazing. But the, the, what 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 would be better is if it was if a suit froze the pellets and then the uh, Darth Vader used the Force as projectiles. Oh my god! Shit, shot his shit. shit, shit. I'm more intrigued. <laughs> yeah, we were we were discussing about like how like there's a droid. She's made me now want a poop droid. Like that's what gonks are. Yeah. One hundred percent. We know what they are now. I'm going for the gonk. <laughs> Summon the gonk, General. <laughs> I need I need to I gonk. Mean, <laughs> one thing I will say that is interesting <laughs> about this that kind of leads off it is in the two thousand seventeen run. Please tell um, me there's a gonk drug cleaning shit. There is not, but oh. towards the end of that run. There is a, um, essentially Vader is, Vader has a conversation with Tarkin and says, Hey Tarkin, you were like some crazy, uh, you're a crazy hunter on your home world. Like your world is renowned as producing really good hunters and stuff like that. He's like, I want you to go out, hire an expert team of hunters and trackers, and we're going to spend however long it takes on this planet. Either I will kill you all with the poop. or you will kill me. 
Yes. That nice. Is, that's that's the name of the game. And Tarkin is like, uh, are you sure? And he's like, yes. Let's go. No doubt. But he survives for like weeks on end in wilderness, picking them off one by one. Poop. With no with nothing. Except but himself he, his armor. So like He's he's clearly pooping in the suit. Clearly recycling something in there. There's there's there's, there's, there's and he hasn't got that, a gong droid with him. That was actually one of my favourite uh, moments, by the way. It's such a good such a good one. Um, uh, yeah, and they, I suppose we'll get to that. They didn't clarify the Vader poop situation. No. So, as as I mean, okay, enough of that. <laughs> so I'm poop. guessing. So we've done we've done um, we've done Empire. So yeah. So if we start going into Jedi, so uh, it, as we lead on from Vader, like we've established now, he started to get a little bit more character toward the end because of the I am your father going into Jedi then so do we think this further establishes him as a character or do we kind of fall into the same kind of tropes as we have done with a new hope and empire he, he I think it's 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 certainly more of a character here um he has moments where he's you know talking with Luke um albeit through the force um and at the end, obviously, he talks to. We have his his heel switch, um, but at the start, right, he's right back to playing his original role of I need to show up to a place, fuck shit up, and move the plot along because they're just sat on Hoth, like having a good time. Everything's great, rebels, and then <laughs> rebels, Vader, <laughs> and then Vader appears and starts a, an invasion, and they're like, Oh no, he's here. We need to do something about this. Yeah, I mean. It's. This is what throws me with the whole original trilogy and Vader. Like you've said, it's it's. I mean, I could definitely see the argument that he is just used as a point of yes, hello there, and he just rocks up and stabs people and creates tension. But like, in terms of the final battle with Luke, specifically, do you think that that drives the story more so than the cliffhanger that we had in Empire? Like, do we think that that is a, a more key story point? I mean, uh, the question, I suppose, comes down to how much do you buy his heel switch, right? Ultimately, like, it's like wrestling. It's like... Yeah. Th- and, like, going off, the, going off the original trilogy, just the original trilogy with no other material, I don't know if I buy it that much. Oh, okay. I mean, it's very traditional storytelling. Like you said before, it's it's that kind of typical, it's the heel switch, he's now the good guy. But he's not technically the good guy, he just realises his past mistakes before his imminent doom and ultimately throws palps down, down the well. Yeah, but, through Luke talking to him for like five minutes. But doesn't, <laughs> but doesn't kill palps because palps returns. Um, you nope, know. Palpatine, and in that moment Palpatine dies. No, he didn't, he returns. Nope, he dies and we never see him again. He lives with multiple... He, we- then... <laughs> see him again, he never reappears in anything. We find that he's with multiple members of staff <laughs> hiding on his on his Star Destroyers under the ice. Don't lie, Dan. Just accept it. It's canon. Nope, we never see him again. Never. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what the most depressing thing for me is? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Fort, Fortnite is canon. Star Wars Fortnite is canon. The oh. voice of the Emperor. Yep. That, is... Is, that is where the, we hear the... Uh... The Emperor that, has returned. That is possibly the most depressing thing to yeah. ever happen to Star Wars. I don't opinion. know. There's the holiday special. Come on. I, uh, the I holiday special take... is at least watchable. Yeah. I mean, there's, an, ta- there's, the a, there's an entire sitcom with Chewbacca 
I mean, <laughs> come on now. I do yeah. get that. I don't. I still to this day don't understand the Palpatine decision with Fortnite. I mean, I like Fortnite. I play Fortnite a lot, but I don't understand why they made uh, that decision. I mean, the easy the easy answer is money. But did like money, money talks? I'd be interested to see how much money. Dirty cash, I want you. Dirty cash. The question is, who paid who? Did Disney pay Epic or did Epic pay Disney? Epic paid Disney, one hundred percent. I don't think they approached. I'd be very shocked if if Lucasfilm. I don't know. And Disney they might have approached Fortnite. and said, "Hey, we want to do this cool promo oh for our new God. movie in Fortnite." That was such a bad decision. I will oh, never yeah. understand why they decided to do that, especially because if you didn't play because Fortnite, they wanted to understood. get down with the kids, man. Yeah. They wanted Hold to on, get guys, down with the kids. Guys, guys, I can hear, I can hear the Death Star siren from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Ooh, okay, ooh, yeah. Get it. Get the shields up. Let's let's get back on track. <laughs> so, so okay. In terms of Return of the Jedi, do we like the Darth Vader kind of finishing arc? Was that? Do we feel it was justified? Do we think it was served the character well? Because ultimately, at this point, we didn't have the prequels. So, if we look at it from just the standpoint of there isn't much character story there from A New Hope to Return of the Jedi, do we think Return of the Jedi did enough? to make this character worthy of remembering? I'll be real. Other than the end and the start, I'm struggling to place Vader scenes. Um, don't oh, say the that. Big ass, the, well, are, you, are you taking into account the end with the lightsaber battle? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of anything in the middle. Um, it's a good point, actually. You said it, I am thinking myself. I am as well. Yeah, like the first time I've like after the start, I feel like we see Vader is when the when Luke is brought before him. I mean, essentially, those scenes are pretty much just the throne room scenes, aren't they? And that scene. Yeah. Well, there's the the scene where he's brought before him, I think, on Endor, and then he goes up to the the Death Star. Okay, I'm gonna find out how long we actually had of Vader in Return of the Jedi. So he was in for eight minutes in the original Star Wars. Okay. He was in for 18 minutes. 18 the, uh... minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. like, not a lot of Vader again. Okay. Well, uh, I think in, t- in also, that... Also, Va- the... Vader had 44 minutes and 19 seconds. Obviously, yeah, in, a, in Empire. R2-D2 had 49 minutes. Yeah. Fucking C-3PO had an hour and two minutes. Yep. C-3PO, man. I like C... This is, this is why I'm like... If you look at those three characters, beloved as they are, they are there to either provide exposition or get the main cast out of a sticky situation. I mean, for me, it's just a testament to the writing of Vader. It is. Because the fact that... I, it's, see, it's... I'll take issue with that, because what writing? Okay, but you know what I mean? I mean, in terms <laughs> of, of, of the character creation, the process, the yeah, whole... I will, I will say his the creation design, itself, his yes, design, yeah. his... Even down to his voice, I will say the design and delivery, the agreed. music, the but in terms of writing, are... there is none. <laughs> He's so pessimistic. <laughs> Not even about being pessimistic, man. Prove me wrong. Fight me. Fight me. Fight, fight got... the amazing Vader lines. Besides the the two that everyone knows. I find you I, 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 faith I'll probably, I'll probably have to agree with Dan because oh. let's face it, it's it's the design of the character itself. It's the costume. 
It's the how you're meant to feel about him. You're meant to be terrified of him. The music. He's got the best fucking theme music. He has got the music. best theme music. Yep. 100%. But I, I don't think you can say he's a well-written and well-rounded character because he doesn't need to be. It doesn't... None of the, none of what I'm saying about him not being a character detracts from Vader. Yeah. None of it makes him less cool. None it of it isn't. makes me not the, excited every time... The, the few times he appears on screen. I'm just reason, saying he is not a written character. Yeah, the, the reason he is... Iconic and essentially fucking cool is because, and, and Dan has pretty much been saying this from the start. As soon as he appears on screen, you instantly go, "Oh fuck, something's about to go down." And do we feel that he ever does in the original trilogy? No. Even the fight, uh... even the lightsaber fight at the end of De- Jedi to me, I never, I never but... feel like Vader is the actual thing that needs to be overcome. No, and I agree with that. But you know, when Vader shows up, shit's gonna kick off, and that's the yeah, point I'm trying to make. But I don't think that I don't think that it, he, he shows up and shit kicks off. But never, never, other than the one time that it happens in Empire, other than the time when he when he is the only thing there and the only thing Luke has to deal with, n- never again in those films does Vader feel like the obstacle the party need. He shows up, sure, but never does the I feel like. It never feels like he's what they're they're trying to go up against. He's there. He's way above their power level. Let's book it, right? Or there's this other thing. Uh, normally, a Death Star or a the Death Emperor. Star. These there's these other big things that are a more immediate concern. Vader just happens to be there, and him being there lends overall threat to the the thing that we're dealing with right now. Yeah, and I'd argue. That because there is no Vader in the sequels, when they try and tell the same story, that is one of the big reasons why it doesn't work. Because there is no looming threat. There is no sense of problem. There is no sense of, oh shit. Like, Kylo Ren is there. Great. I never feel like the... I, I, I never feel like the like planet killer... Is any or Star, no. whatever it is, Starkiller Base. I never feel like it is threatening. I feel the Death Star is threatening because Vader's on it <laughs> in, in, in the first scene. He's, that's where he is. That's, that's where, where he kills. Chilling. That's where he kills Obi Wan. So of course I feel threatened there. He's there. That's don't go back there. Vader's there. He'll kick your ass. <laughs> but I never feel like Starkiller Base. It's like oh, it's a, okay. Yeah, that's okay. It can shoot a lot and destroy planets. But why am I scared? I'm not. Don't go back there. Vader's chilling. Vader's yeah, like, up there with his feet up. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's why it feels like they can. Ne- they have to have this... Again, he's the inciting action. That's why they have to have this harebrained plan of blowing up the single tube in the entire thing to make it go boom. Because they can't land on it and disable it because Vader's on it. Do, do we the think, whole time, up until that moment. Do we think, obviously, like, we saw it in the skit that um, uh, Adam Driver did for Kylo Ren. When he was, he was like, everybody was like calling him a dickhead. Do you think, I'd like to think of like the workers on the Death Star during the time that Vader was chilling on there. That was like, <laughs> he'd, they'd be like, oh shit, oh, Vader's asking for some pizza, man. <laughs> I really don't want to go in. And like, now nah, you can like, go. That's the difference. That's the key difference. No one would talk shit about Vader, no matter what, no matter uh, how far away through the Death Star you are. I think I think Robot Chicken probably handled that well enough. Like the yeah. what what would be what would be the atmosphere on the uh, on the Death Star? Let's go, Robot Chicken. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So if if 
as we start to move a little bit forward, we've kind of discussed the overall arc of, of Vader. We've established very much will... like we did with Luke Skywalker that one day we are going to find a character within the discussion for the Jedi archives who is actually a character. I mean, that's easy. <laughs> Let's talk Obi-Wan. Um, anyway. Ooh, the... in original films. In the original films, he's oh. only one of them. Not well, yeah. In the original, <laughs> you can't talk about Obi Wan in the originals. He's literally only in the first one. Exactly. Um, that's what I mean. I mean, from the original trilogy, we will find. I think C three PO as the best original trilogy character arc. He doesn't have one. He does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only other things I, I want oh, to touch yeah. on very briefly, just before we move on, yeah. is um, the Vader, the character of Vader that we get in the two thousand fifteen run and the twenty twenty run. Because um, again, they're very different yeah. sides of Vader. Um, the 2015 run is set directly after A New Hope. Okay, uh, and yeah. we see a defeat. We see a defeated Vader. We see a Vader who the Emperor has literally taken him off. Have off. He's give, he's put the leash back on Vader and said, "You fucked up." Uh, now you're going to have bureaucrats and generals watching. I was about to say they they send it to he ends up being shadowed, doesn't he? Yeah, he has a little aide who runs yeah. around with him and he's like, God, I hate everything about a- this. Again, another another him... relationship that I love between Palps and Vader. That that yeah. just that like, relationship I don't actually is... trust you that yeah. much. So you failed me, so you've lost my trust, so now I'm going to make you earn it back. And we see Vader go, uh, okay, but what if I just make my own army yeah, that is you. not related to you in any way? Dr. Afra, I would like some droids. Give us the um, droids, fool. And that plays into the... And then we see the 2020 uh, run, which is kind of just building on that and Vader being back to being bombastic and confident and, yeah, no, I run this shit. No matter through any sort of series, the main thing for Vader is that he absolutely fucking hates um, the, em- the, the Emperor. Probably. Oh, yeah. He hates him. He despises what he's turned yeah, yeah, into. yeah. I think that's that's but, a running theme with most Sith, though. Let's face it, they don't the, like I mean, the masters. The, that's why the rule of two exists. Right? Yeah, they don't like their masters. They're just a bunch of assholes who hate everybody. So, I mean, if we start to then look at the whole, the whole Vader, the whole Vader, what would you guys consider sort of your favourite Vader moments or the pinnacle favourite Vader moments? We'll start with Dainty. One each. Yeah, we'll start. We'll one start. Each and then go around. We'll start with Dainty. So, Dainty, give me your ultimate. Darth Vader moment. Well, Dan mentioned one about the basically just going up to talking and being like, "Oh, you want you to fucking." You dropped out then, Dean. Uh, sorry. Oh, sorry. The Dan mentioned one about the um about basically approaching talking and yeah. being like, "I want you to hunt me," and not like I, I don't want you to like hunt me as if I'm your friend. I want you to fucking hunt me. Because I read go. that in, I read, yeah, that, 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 was it, did it span two comics or was it just uh, a it's, one? I think I, it's, it's two or three issues, I think, maybe two. Yeah, I, think I two. read them and they were quite interesting. I enjoyed them. Because he they almost, were, he always does it, right? Tarkin yeah, always yeah. wins. Oh, he almost very, wins. very nearly, yeah. Comes right to the, right to the end. I mean, essentially it was, it was almost a stalemate. Yeah. And I love that. Um, I yeah, love it. Right. I love it when you get those moments of like Vader getting his ass kicked. And it makes it you bring it brings out that little bit more of Anakin, and it's like okay, there is a human side. He's not just uh, you know a juggernaut. I do quite like that humanization of him, because um, that ultimately for me, which is why which is why I think the prequels exist, is because it was that justification and that humanization of what Vader is. Um, so I do quite like those little bits. Um, okay, Dan, how about yourself? What's your favorite uh, Vader my favorite moment? Vader uh, moment? Yeah. 
uh, ironically, because I've just talked shit about them for the entire time, um, is the first time we ever see Vader. Right? Oh, mate, the hallway. The first time he, the yeah. first time, yeah, the door, the, the smoke has partially cleared. There's dead bodies in the hallway, and you just see the doors of the the doors to the Tantive Four open, and from the semi darkness emerges Vader. That, I think that is the pinnacle of Vader. I don't think. While I love all of the character stuff and I love finding out about Vader as a character, he doesn't need to be a character. He doesn't need to be any more than that. He is just the antagonist. Yeah. He is it's just an the, amazing the inciting action. And that little bit of scene sums that up perfectly. It is an amazing sequence. Like I said, that, that, just that walking through that corridor, like I said, it's with the, the John Williams score. The, the cinematography, the the smoke, the fact that the, the stormtrooper storm bumping, storm bumping his head and, 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 <laughs> and going, shoot, sorry. Um, it's because he is the defined as the epitome of the Empire at that point. That guy rocks up, like you've said, when he was on the Death Star. You're like, oh no, fuck this guy. He's on the Death Star. I hate it. We're not going there. It's a very dark and mean place. And now he's on your ship. This motherfucker's coming. He coming for you, fool. Um... So yeah, no, I think that's valid. I think that's a really, a really good one as well. Um, for me, force choking, force choking, Admiral Motti. The initial sequence, <laughs> mate, hundred percent, hundred percent. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, just because it's it's the first real like establishment of his his power and the fact that he's. He's brutal when he needs to be, and he's got the power to do so. It shows that it is, it it kind of defines and starts to elaborate on what the Sith are and what the power of the dark side is. And I love that. I love that. There's that moment, and he's like, "This, it, it, it's the sound design, the looming kind of ominous sound where you hear them." As he's like, "I just wish he'd have done it to his balls instead." Oof. I mean, I've got I've got a few favourite moments. Like yeah, one of them is around, one of them is a hundred percent fan fan. Just it's just there for the fans. Yeah. But I don't even care. I just fucking love it. The heart, but the before heart, I get before I get to that one, of course. But before I get to that one, one from the games. Okay. Which I'm, yeah yeah yeah. Okay, that's be interesting. I I like the fact the Force Unleashed. Don't know if this is even canon or if they're going to recognise it or it not. It is not. It's canon. not at the minute. Yeah, the whole training his own apprentice yeah. to do his own, to do his own bidding, and I, I would I would eventually assume that he would have probably tried to um, overthrow Palpatine eventually, but Palpatine gets a bit privy to what he's doing, and then yeah. well, spoilers and everything. But let's face it: if you ain't played it by now, then get a I grip. I do like it. Um, uh, yeah, he ultimately betrays his own apprentice, and I'm like, "That's ah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's just, that's get, just yeah, that's... You have that last scene in the throne room where Palpatine's like, "Lord Vader, yeah, it seems you've been doing something. Maybe you should just yes. kill this man, and everything can go back to being normal again." And Vader's like, "Ah, oh, but I wanted him to turn and kill you. <laughs> oh God, I've it's, been discovered too quickly." Like, this is the fucking. This is Sith. This is ultimately the rule of two. In in action, this is what it yeah. this is what it is. Yeah, I must so say, it's kill or be killed. I do like. I, I am because they did it essentially. They did it with Ahsoka and Anakin. They took what 
what that was in terms of Starkiller, and they did it pre-Sith. They was like, yeah, we're going to make Anakin have a Padawan, even though he's, you know, training, he's still got to master himself. I love that concept, and I'm I'm gutted that it's not canon, because I do really, really like the Starkiller stuff. Another another great... And they try and do it. They try and do it in that comic run with the Inquisitors, yeah. but they treat it like... Whereas, whereas the difference with Starkiller is he's like... I actually don't mind you. Like, I don't like you, but you're not terrible. Um, so you're going to do what I, I say because I'm your master and you're my apprentice and that's how this works. You're not, I'll give you what you need. I haven't treated you fantastically, but I'm not like out to actively murder you. Whereas with the Inquisitors, he's like, I don't care what happens to you. You are useless to me. You are less than yeah. the dirt on my shoes. Go die. Um, the opening the sequence of that game is... He's impeccable. That is the the Kashyyyk assault. That's yeah. fantastic. I um, still to this day love that that intro. Another one that I think deserves some love is the moment where I got it, it's it's the first moment in a long time with something Star Wars based where I got that oh shit moment is um, spoilers for Jedi Fallen Order. Um, oh yes, is in the is in the Inquisitorious base when it's just like oh oh no. Oh no, Vader's here! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, yeah. I, I am not good enough for this situation. Oh no! Oh <laughs> yeah. god! Yeah, I the game... struggled to kill an Inquisitor for like twenty minutes, and, and then the Vader game... appears. The and game is like, just... ah. Yeah, the game is just like run. Fucking yeah, that's all you can run. do. You have no chance. There is no chance of survival. No chance of fighting. If yeah, you do right. not leave, you'll die. That's the ultimate question. Just shit across and be like, you poop in your own suit. Run away. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Another another good one is um, Vader versus Ahsoka in Rebels. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. a great sequence. Another fantastic moment sequence. where we get that where we get that half slice of the mask and you see yeah. Yeah. Anakin's face. I love fantastic that whole, moment. That's what I mean. That is, is that is that the sequence where she, the building's pulled down on him. It, that one? She closes the the buildings that's, are collapsing and she closes yeah, the doors because Ezra and them are trying to like Ahsoka and she's like no I'm fighting him bitch. I think some of the, the that's why I appreciate Rebels so damn much because the, what mm. I went into that program thinking this is going to be like really like kiddie and shitty and I came out the other you end mean, and going, uh, oh resistance. my god <laughs> yeah ultimately what Resistance turned out to be but I went into Rebels thinking it initially i was like i'm not sure what i'm gonna get out of rebels because especially with clown wars but oh my god rebels has some of the best star wars moments like i said the ahsoka vader stuff um just the story with kanan it's just the whole thing is absolutely incredible do we think we'll ever get galen marrick while we've touched on the force unleashed do we think Ooh. that we'll ever get him canon? I, I hope don't. we do. I, 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 it will be severely reduced in terms of power, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I don't think um, they're going to make him as LP as he is, but I'd, I would like to see it. It's, uh, you mean you, mean you don't want to see you don't want to see a Jedi literally just pull a fucking star destroyer into a planet? I mean, <laughs> would love to, but I don't think they'll do that. No, they got they got close. And here's another here's another Vader moment. Not one that I think they did particularly well. Um, Vader and Obi Wan, right? The whole takeoff scene. Yeah, and I mean, we get a lot of Vader yeah. and Obi Wan, but at no point did I feel in like they did a better job in Fallen Order of making me scared of Vader than they did in yeah. Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. In Obi Wan, it was good. It was nice to see. That's that's yeah, the, the fight best scene way to put between Obi Wan nice. and Vader is 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 good. But it was I'm nice. also like you could do better. It was pleasant. I enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. 
Um, apparently, he's supposed to play quite a prominent role in this Elka series, from what I've read today. There's a rumor floating. I'm imagining it's going to be floating around quite a lot. Well, it's, it'll have to be flashbacks. Yeah, it's, it's going to be flashbacks. It's, the point. it's going to be flashbacks from what I've seen, but they're saying he's going to play quite a prominent role in terms of that because it's going to be her fighting with her own, with herself and obviously her past and stuff. Um, yeah, and he might appear like yeah. as, like to taunt her like. You thought you could do this, Ahsoka? Yeah. Join me. I am going to die on the hill of... I'd have, I'd have much rather seen a Gale and Merrick trilogy than the sequels. <laughs> oh, any day. I'd yeah. have preferred I mean, them to have gone, look, man, the next... Even now, if they turn around to me now and said, okay, we are now going to reintroduce Gale and Merrick and we I are mean, going to really real. play around with that character and that side of things because it's it's not the Skywalker saga. You would have that involvement from Vader, but you have a character who is, I think, strong enough to carry his own series or film by far. And let's let's be real. Sam Witwer still oh, looks mate. like Galen Marich. You can just get, and you know yeah. he can do all the stunts and stuff because he did it. He did mocap for Maul. I was about to say he did all the Maul stuff. So just, yeah. So he doesn't do. He doesn't. He didn't do the the fight scene in uh, the he, end of Clone Wars no, and no. the original Maul. But he he's Maul otherwise. Yeah. He does all the voice but, acting for it and does all the stuff. So just, yeah. just give me Galen Merrick. Just give it yeah. to me. I'd be well chuffed with that. That's because that's a character I'd really like to explore more. Because the Force Unleashed, still to this day, is one of the best Star Wars games. It just is. yeah, I loved it. It's a fantastic. Game. Loved every second of it. So, I mean, we've touched on it briefly. So, going forward, where where do we think we're gonna get Vader going forward? Because let's face it, at the minute, and I, I think we're finding it predominantly quite a lot with Star Wars. And legacy characters are prominent. Everything that we're seeing there based is, with the exception of probably like the, like the Mandalorian, where we're finding new characters being re- reintroduced. We, I mean, introduced. We're getting a lot of legacy characters and legacy stories based on Skywalker's, Obi Wan, Ahsoka, already established characters. So, where where does Vader fit into all this going forward? Do do we think there's enough? Stop. I don't think he. I don't think he does. That's I what think, I mean. Yeah, I, I think you're probably going to see the legacy characters eventually start fading out. Actually, but it does depend on which timeline they're going to focus on. Because Boba Fett, for example. Mm, yeah. I struggled. Vader, Vader, Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, essentially, he's well, he's dead. But you might get some sort of flashback with that, just because there's so many people around who would have knowledge of of vader do we think it's best uh, to just leave him alone at this point i think the sequels can prove that you can do more damage to a character's legacy than you can yes by yeah. messing with it and that's what i mean and uh, he that that's vader that's already done so in terms of the grand scheme of things is it just enough can we just can we put vader to bed can we say okay we've got the good stuff we've got the shit stuff what else can we I'd, have? I'd like, I'd like to see another. I mean, I think they're doing another Obi Wan series anyway. I think, um, I think it was green lighted, um, wasn't it? I thought it was. I thought it was green lighted. Uh, season two. Uh, I'm not aware of anything that's been announced. Oh, if if they're going to do Vader, I would like to see with what's going on at the moment in the games, and if they brought uh, that to live action, no, great. It, 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 it it's not. Happening. Oh, okay, I thought it was. No, 
Um, I'd like to see, to. I'd like to see the whole Inquisitor, um, sort of timeline and everything around that. But they're I sort think... of doing, they're doing that in the games already. So, yeah, I think the one thing that they are, I think, two things. Uh, the first is, while a lot of people are like, man, I just want to see a series of Vader going around having yeah. Jedi. I think it's telling that really people were satisfied with the seat. The single scene in Rogue One was all the Vader being oh, badass people ever needed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People yes. didn't. And, and I think if you if you sat people down and like, okay, really, do you need more of Vader just going ham? They'd probably go, oh, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool, but I don't. What yeah, I what don't what think... purpose does it serve? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's I mean, cool it, to it, watch him hunt Jedi, but you get that in the comics, you get that elsewhere. Like it was perfection as well, let's be honest. Like yeah. you and... fucking felt the anger in that scene. Yeah. It was great. And it it's mad great. to think that it was it, they took the director off that film. I know. Yeah. And then he came back and did one scene and it was the best scene. So good. Like so good. The only other thing I can see them doing, and there they have been talks about it, um, is Doctor Aphra. Because people love Doctor I meant to Aphra say, yeah, I've, and I've not <laughs> read the comics based on self it. I mean, not self-proclaimed, but the fan base has proclaimed her Vader's girlfriend. Um, <laughs> because of because of stuff like this, this is one of the this is one of the covers um, of the Doctor Aphra series, um, and people really love her relationship with Vader and how that builds out her character. <laughs> she's like, like, yay! It's clear. There's, like, there's ah, Vader. I love you really, but there's, there's yeah, some definite bondage. Definite bondage yeah, going um, there. She's so felt there, there was talk of a Doctor Afra series. Um, I have heard that being possible. I, um, honestly, it's, she's a character that I've never explored. She, yeah, if you read if you read the 2015 Vader, she's that's the, her first appearance. I know she's she's uh, she, like appears she appears in the 2020 in run because I know she had her own comic as well. Yeah, that followed it. So if you it's Vader 15, Vader 2020. And then Doctor Aphra series, which is 2016 to 2019, I believe. And then there's another yeah. one that is 2020 to present. I mean, um, it'd be interesting to see. It would. Um, and again, I think it would do a lot to expand. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Star Wars and or may set up Doctor Aphra's ticket into live action. I saw um, something, something like that. Now you've mentioned that. I did see that yeah. float. They haven't like, said. Oh. It's not confirmed or anything, but they're like... It could set it up, yeah. maybe. Um, and I think that if you're going to explore Vader's character anywhere, great way to do it. Oh, yeah. Because it's not just killing Jedi. It's, oh, I, I, he'd be a background. He'd be a secondary character. But, like, yeah. he'd be that thing that appears, bucks shit up, says to Afro, where the fuck are my results? And then buggers off. Yeah. I mean, I... For me, I love Vader. I do. As does everybody. But in terms of going forward, I don't think we need any more. I, I just don't. I like, like you said, Dan, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were like, look, if we look at the defining Vader, they did it. We got that defining Vader in Rogue One. Yep. We got it. And is it cool to see him pop up every now and then and kick off? Yes, of course it is. Yep. Do I need to focus more on that character? A character that now, don't forget, we've predominantly had six films exploring plus a comic, plus multiple comic series, plus games. There is a lot of Vader content out there. And he only has me worried because Lucasfilm and Disney, as uh, rightly so, have lent into Vader because he's fucking rad. 
we need another big bad. There needs to be something or someone to take that mantle for allow us to explore further. And I don't want it to be Vader done to death. I mean, it's it's telling, and it's telling about Disney as a company as much as it is anything else that they have had such a hard time. Yeah. After, and not just with Star Wars, right? Marvel, okay, yeah. Endgame, Thanos, Thanos, perfect. And then it's like, uh, we're supposed to be having Kang, and that's cool, yeah. but we don't really know how to set him up. And it's almost identical to Star Wars, where they're like, hey, we have this new big bad. Oh, wait, it was the old it one was the Snow, whole time. And then it was, no, it's Palpatine. And I get it, because I do love Palpatine as a character, but like I've said, you have a plethora of Sith you have a plethora of Legends characters to use. So like I said, we've mentioned it briefly with Gail and Marik. You've got Gail and Malik. You've, or, you've got Revan. actually make, make Kylo... If they had... And Kylo right, Ren, yeah. If they had yeah, done away with... If they'd killed Snoke in The Last Jedi, like they did, and then gone, okay, now Kylo Ren gets yeah. to step up and actually be a badass, and we make the Knights of Ren badass, yeah. and we have him put the mask on, leave the mask on. They had God's that opportunity, sake. yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't even need to acknowledge a new big bad because just do what uh, the old republic did and just have this threat that's on the edge of the galaxy. Yeah. That for some reason, uh, whenever Jedi go and try and find it, they come back. But it's st- it was still never acknowledged. There's still something out there. That's yeah. what that's what's um, interesting to it, me. I'm it, like, I mean, it was acknowledged in the old republic it, game. But it was in the game, though, wasn't it? Which oh, it was okay. in the MMO. They turned yeah. it into the Emperor of the Infinite. It, it was basically the Sith Emperor in hide, hiding on Dromancast. Dromancast, yes. By the way, why <laughs> why they didn't use Dromancast instead of instead of the the world from the Rise of Skywalker that's so boring that mm. I can't even remember it has a name. Use Dromancast. It's yeah. the ancient homeworld of the Sith according to the Old Republic. Just use that. It's, it's... And why? Lucas... I hate you for changing Korriban to Moriban. <laughs> Moriban. I hate you. Yo, he yeah, wanted the M. Yeah. Moriban. He I made the same he planet. That. He was just like, oh, yeah, it's a really cool planet. I love it. But Moriban. I don't like the name. And I'm like, I hate you. I, I hate, hate you. you. <laughs> this is why I hate you for your digital reconstructions of the of the prequels. You just can't stop fiddling with it, shit. Yeah, that's his problem. He can't. And, say, which is, yeah. But then Disney are ultimately doing the same. They're oh, I, their way I, through I don't. It. Yeah, no, absolutely. But like, yeah. Anyway, I, start, I hear the Death Star. The Death Star again. sirens again are playing. But so, in, like I said, for me, I just think just le- let's just leave him. Let's just let's just leave him. I've had six films, multiple comic book series. Let's move leave, on to something else. Leave him, or at the very least, let's just have every you know. Let, if we're gonna have a flashback, let's have a flashback, but yeah. make it fucking. Great. Yeah, for, make it for, worthwhile. For the Thirty seconds is going to be on the screen. Make it great, and then let's. One hundred percent. Like utilize him when it when it's justified. Let's not because sh- that's my worry. He's being shoehorned in. Yeah, one because thing he's that, the that big you... bad, and we need to have him in everything as the looming continuous presence. Like you said, yeah. Dante. Even just that idea of there is something else there. Yeah. We don't he's know enough. What he's enough. Just. Just tell us there's something, yeah. and we're like, oh, okay, this is. Because it, it, and then it and then disappoint that. us in seven seasons' time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's do that, but give us six great seasons. And it, like I said, I will never understand how how Disney haven't utilized things like Revan, Old Republic, 
Gaelic. Yeah. Because these are things that you could plant the seeds. Oh, by the way, Darth Vader had another secret apprentice. Boom, here you go. You just hear words about him, words of, of, of talk, of of the Sith reinventing itself. Um, cultists. There's lots of things that you could play with to establish a big bad within the realm yeah. of the Sith. Just yeah, do it. Like, Move away from Vader. The fact Vader. that the Sith are always seeking eternal life. How many times in all of the games and the extended yeah. media is it, oh, we went to, again, I'm going to bring up Korriban. Oh, Korriban, it has a load of entombed Sith yes. souls on it, force ghosts. Have one possess a Jedi, for Christ's sakes, and have them turn evil or something. Well, this is this, isn't it? It's yeah. like, it's like. There's so and, many ways you can do it. And, and not only that, it's like, do you think we'll ever get to see, because obviously the Sith is a race. Oh, pure, 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 pure blood Sith. Yeah. Do we think we're ever... Because that's another outlet for them. That's another outlet to say, okay, look. Again, well, we, we're just going back to, let's just do the <laughs> Republic series <laughs> but where did, we do... Did, did Rise of the Skywalker really do what I think it did in terms of, like, the Highlanders shit? Like, is that really what happened? At the end, when it's like all the Sith live in me and all the Jedi yeah, live in, yeah, yes, yes, Highlander did say that. Yep. Yeah. So, have they? Is that a thing now? Then have they? Have they? Have they canonized that? Or yep. Well, that's canon. Oh. Yeah, that's canon. Isn't it? It's for the film. Yep. There are no Jedi and there are no Sith, but there is a Skywalker. And they literally embody the yeah uh, the, the Jedi the that have gone before. Yeah, and yep. the Sith. Yeah. Just Dante's complete and utter disappointment. <laughs> it's just, it, like I say, it's, it's Highlander, isn't it? It's Highlander. Highlander. Yep, yep, yep. I, I think, like I said, go. Uh, let's let's put Vader to bed. Let's leave him. Let's drop him yeah. when he needs to be dropped in. But give me something else because the Sith are there. That massive historical the... race slash ethos is there to utilize. They're going to struggle post. Um, Empire. So the sequel era that we've got now, they're going to struggle with a big bad. The only way they're going to do it is if they go. And I mean, like you say, like we, like we keep fucking bringing back to it. If they go back to the old Republic, yeah. then yeah, go any fucking avenue you want. That's the as issue. As, literally, as long as it's the old Republic that we like. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As long as it's the stuff that we like about the old Republic and not something new that we don't like. Yeah, because like I said, I'm listening. I'm really listening to the uh, the Revan audio book at the minute, and it's just it's. I just love it. Just give me that. I need, I need to read that. I it's read it's a Revan great audio. book. It's a great book, but it's just like just give me that. Just give me that. That's all I want. Nothing else. Put Vader to bed. I don't want any more. I've had enough. I've had six films. Give me Sith. Proper Sith. Balls deep. So see, it's I, 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 I don't even care about the rule of two anymore. I want to see yeah. fucking masses of Sith and masses of Jedi coming together on the battlefield. That's what I want to see. Mate, it'd be amazing, but I just don't think they're going to do it. I don't... Because I, I honestly, <laughs> at this point, don't think Disney and Lucasfilm know what to do with Star Wars. They just don't know. It's all television at the minute, and that's what they're going to lean into. In terms of the films, they, they haven't got who is it? Who is it that writes the Bioware series? The whole team. Yeah, you want you just want Mass Effect? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's it's Bioware who do uh, Knights of the Old Republic. There's yeah, one guy who's like the main sort um, of writer, uh, lead writer on Old Republic. 
Drew Capici. I can tell you he doesn't work yeah, at Bioware Yeah, Drew, Drew, Drew Capici. Cap- You're right, he doesn't. He doesn't. Because yeah. he ain't just, writing just, on the old Republic MMO. Because just that is, get in mm, touch with him and fucking. Him and Filoni in a room. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's get him right. together and let's get sexy. So to to summarize our conversation on Vader. <laughs> yeah. Because we're we're deviating again. We are deviating. It's we we always slip into the old Republic. We do. We always will. We uh, we love it too much. So I think we we're all in agreement that we 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 love Vader. We do. We just think it needs to be Absolutely. established that. I can't. I don't want a Vader series. I don't. I don't want a Vader film. I don't. Just let's drop him in when he needs to be dropped in, and let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be ha- I'd be happy with that. Yeah. So, in in terms of let let's talk about the legacy and the effect that Vader. I mean, we kind of have touched on it briefly. In terms of the grander scheme of things and what Vader means to Star Wars as a whole. And he's I mean, there's a reason why they can't, why they struggle to drop him so much because he is the face of, he has been the face of Star Wars for since its inception, right? Ultimately, you don't think you don't think of Luke when you think of Star Wars. You don't think of Leia. You don't think of Han. You don't think of Obi Wan. You don't think of any of that. The face of Star Wars, and there's a reason why the Disney intro to Star Wars is masks. Yeah. And faces and the most prominent one of those is Vader's. It's Vader. It's it, it, yeah. It's mad to think, like I said, because especially because the original trilogy, how how it was, it was, it was going in one direction, and then even Lucas realised after that there's a lot more to explore from the perspective of Anakin. That's a testament to the character and in terms of the legacy that the character has, because. Like you said, although we, we poo-poo on the idea of it going forward where we have a Vader series or a Vader this, Vader that, Vader it still gives you goosebumps when he turns up. Still. Yeah. Whenever he turns up, you're like, oh. Like you said, especially no. like, like like the um, Jedi, the Star Wars game. Um, I've completely lost. Fallen Order. That's it, Fallen Order. Yeah. When he turns up immediately, just for that initial, oh my God, I was about to get the fuck on out of here. It's that moment. So he's always going to have that presence. Yeah. And I will argue, just, I'm not going to go into it much, but uh, I will say I am in the camp that is a firm believer that the prequels have the, have the story arc of Anakin becoming Vader, but the prequels should have always been about Obi-Wan. Yeah. I've, I've heard lots of people say that. It's, it's, it's about Obi-Wan's, Growth and loss, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. more than it is, yeah. Anakin, but anyway, I do know what you mean because I've heard. Like, yeah, we could talk about that like another point, but I do completely understand why why people have that perspective. Um, because for me, Obi Wan was the shining light in that in that prequel trilogy, one hundred percent, all day, every day, yeah. and then just exploring even his character with Qui Gon in, in in Episode One was just amazing. And then the loss. He had more, he had more character development in Episode One than Darth Vader had in the entire trilogy <laughs> of yep. the original trilogy. Yep. So, in terms of like I said, do we think that there's anything that will ultimately taint the legacy of Vader, or is he forever going to be a, a casting shadow on on Star Wars? Yeah, there is 110 ways that they can taint that legacy. 
keep using Vader stuff completely <laughs> unnecessarily. Complete tying characters to Vader, Kylo Ren. Using Vader as a as a as an example, great. Not when you completely miss the message of Vader's the small story arc that Vader had in his redemption. <clears throat> completely ignore that and be like Kylo Ren jerks off over Vader being evil. Like, okay, but he wasn't in the end. He was redeemed. Yeah, well, he just doesn't listen to that part of the story. That's kind of the the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ultimately, if they keep if they keep doing stuff like that and keep bringing him up and using him to like justify characters that make no sense. Yeah. Then absolutely you contain him, hundred percent. And if they do a series of Vader stuff that just washes the character out and makes him, if they That's fail to, if they fail to latch on to building a character right, like the comics actually do, if they fail to build him correctly, then yeah, hundred percent he can just be bland as all hell. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's ultimately what what kind of worries me a little bit. He's he's let let's. That's why I'm like, just leave him. Let's just leave him. Leave my boy be. Leave my boy Vader be, Lucasfilm and Disney. But we'll see, because apparently Kathleen Kennedy's only got probably a year left in a contract. So we'll see what they, what the creatives kind of do with Vader. It's interesting, and it speaks volumes, that Filoni and um, Favreau don't really touch Vader. And I think that kind of speaks volumes. I mean, a lot of what they're... De- the era they're dealing with, though, is outside of Vader's era. Right? Yeah, so I, I, I understand to... that, but I don't... I think... Because, let's face it, they are the saving grace of Star Wars. And I think... It's just conjecture, and it's 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 me making shit up for the sake of it, but I definitely think they've probably had those conversations where they're like, okay, somebody will have approached them and said, Vader, let's do Vader. And it's it's not something that they've ever... It looks at, especially for Loney, because he lent more into Ahsoka and always has. He's taken that character and says, okay, we've done Vader to death. Let's look at what could be from Vader, which is ultimately like Ahsoka, which is why I think the Galen Marrick thing, I think, is something that need, would need to be explored. But I think it speaks volumes that even like the head honchos, the guys that are leading the creativity in Star Wars in the modern era and not touching the character, they're like, okay. We, we, there's lots of other things to explore and that's why it should be lent into a lot more and we'll see because like I said Kathleen Kennedy's only got a year left on a contract anyway so she's more than likely going to just back away and then we'll see who gets the keys ultimately I think Favreau's going to get the keys not Filoni really? yeah I think Favreau's going to get it I think Favreau's the money maker isn't he? Um, Filoni's the Filoni is the the Grogu <laughs> I think Lucas is disciple, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Fal- Faloni's the Grogu. He's like he's like the little cute guy in his cowboy hat that 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 Favreau carries around with him in case he needs something and needs that adorable. Oh, look, it's it's Faloni. <laughs> that's that's what I think he is at this point. Favreau's the money maker. He's the face in here at the minute, or it feels that way anyway. Um, so just to kind of wrap things up. If the Star Wars prequels, I know we've not got it. We go. We're talking about Vader in general. If we were to discuss Vader as a character, because they're carrying Anakin and, um, obviously Hayden Christensen has rekindled his role with Vader in Obi Wan. Who would we fan cast if the prequels were to be made today? What character would you cast as Anakin that could carry through that that legacy of that character through an original trilogy if they were all made from scratch today who would you guys think about picking for a Darth Vader especially because now obviously um, 
James Earl Jones has stepped away from the character. I mean, he has, but they've also got his voice completely digitised. Yeah, yeah. To, bring, is... to wheel out whenever they need Vader to yeah. talk. Yeah. I, I... Like, let's face it, it's fucking Vader. He yeah, you're he not going to get anybody else to do that. I've seen things like um, Idris Elba as Vader. Nah. You could have... Um, who's the chap from Stranger Things? The young lad. Oh, no. Which one? Boyer's brother. The cocaine guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck, what's his name? I know you want to make Yeah. Him as an Anakin, I've seen I've seen people saying that he could take the mantle of like Anakin and go forward. Uh, no, no, I, I, it's a good question, but I don't know the answer I'm because just... ultimately I don't I don't have a problem. With the actor. Yeah, Aiden Christensen as Anakin, I have no problem. No, I and don't. I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm sure he he's probably been directed to portray Anakin in such a way, but yeah. I just don't I don't like the portrayal. I think he's too whiny. It lines up with the, I think, the portrayal of Anakin lines up with the broader media. Like, it lines yeah. up with um, Clone Wars. Uh, and even the, though to a lesser extent, surprisingly, even the um, original Clone Wars, the original, um, I can't think of his name there, Samurai Jack, the guy who made Samurai Jack, even that Clone yeah. Wars, it still lines up. But it, he's less whiny in that, to be fair. So Anakin's <laughs> character in the, in the Clone Wars is much better. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Just really Who's fucking. Who's the VA for that? I can't think of his name. Oh God knows. I have just uh, seen. Somebody... He's in. He's in. Um, what's it? I've just seen somebody say Josh Brolin for Darth Vader. No, Josh Brolin. You'd have Thanos. Matt Lanner. Matt Lantern. Um, I've seen a lot of people say he would have done all right as Anakin. Yeah, actually. Him yeah. In, the, in the thing. And, yeah. I'm just trying to think of young, whiny actors that could play a really moany Anakin. I always thought you could have Tom Holland as obviously Luke Skywalker or Sebastian Stan, obviously, is the obvious choice. Um, Anakin's yeah. a difficult one. Definitely not just. Are you Brody. talking? Okay, so we're just talking modern day. If you were to remake it now, day. if you were to remake it now, as so, as the voice of Vader. Well, is is everything because Vader's a funny well, you, thing? So you could have a voice, you said, or you could have the character you said, itself. It, you said Idris Elba is the voice of Vader. Oh well, I've seen Idris Elba just as a fan cast. People were like, "Yeah, man, you could have Idris Elba," which would ultimately yeah, be the voice of Vader. But that, who would you have as good. who would you have as like the young Anakin, the actor of Anakin that would ultimately transition into Vader and then be voiced by, for instance, Because <laughs> obviously yeah. Hayden Christensen has now done both. He's now done the Vader suit as well as Anakin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what kind of through line as a as a performer would we have in that suit? Josh Brolin is a no go. <laughs> no, I don't get that. Yeah, absolutely. I could not put any why anybody's even thought of that. Do you want me to be perfectly honest? Go. If you were to remake them now, I don't think it matters. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Why that? Just because the they're... again, because if you were going off the original trilogy and then look, if you remade the original trilogy and then we're looking back in time and we're like, oh man, who can we get to play Vader before he becomes Vader? Oh wait, Vader doesn't have a character, so we can pick literally whoever the hell we want. I mean. Michael Fassbender. 
gold, surely. Yeah. Okay, young know. Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'll be real. Um, what's his face? Um, you want someone to play play Anakin? Yeah. Get uh, John Boyega. Ah. You know, I could see really? it. I could see it. Yeah. Get John Boyega back. Have him do. Have him do. Anakin. You know, I could see. He's got the same kind of naive nature. Yeah, he's a solid performer. Like, oh yeah. my god, I'm running around from thing to thing. Yeah. You know, actually, I could definitely see that. Now you said that. He has 100 percent the same vibe. As yeah, the, and I wouldn't have even put him. In, I wouldn't have even put him in that category. But now that you've said it, mate, that would work really, really well. Oh, that's it? That's it there. Recast John Boyega as Anakin. <laughs> if we're remaking it, that's who we're having. Dante's unsure, but I'm backing it. Yeah, down. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to make sure. it rain with my money. You take John Boyega and you make him Anakin. Because he was wasted as Finn, so why he not? He really was And the man can act, so... He really was. I think he played good Anakin, you know. I agree. That's why I raised it. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. I would never have even thought of him. I think it's because he played Finn. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Um, okay, yeah, so I think that kind of begins to wrap up everything that we've wanted to discuss, unless you guys have anything else that you'd like to add. I've covered everything. I've whinged about how he's not a character for like an hour and a half, so I'm good. <laughs> and we've established that ultimately we want just Old Republic. As always. Again, yeah, yeah. So we've established Darth Vader's not a character. He poops in a bag or he drops a gonk and Dr. Afra's got... um. Uh, drop a gonk. Drop a gonk. Dr. Afra is, is CD sex. In a consensual BDSM relationship. Yeah, with 100%. And then John Boyaga needs to be Anakin Skywalker. I think that's fair. That yeah, sounds that like is, a collective. That is, that's the last Aaron off summed up, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys, thank you ever so much again. It's always a pleasure. Um, like no, I said, this is fun. not the last. It's nice to delve into these like little solo independent discussions where we can discuss one one thing. Um, and there obviously are multiple that we can do. I just desperately want to do Old Republic. We have we, to do we, Old we, Republic. We'd have to, make, we have to make it a series. We, we have to. We'll talk for, yeah. for forever. We have yeah. to. We, we just want to do it. We should just have. I mean, we could either do a whole series or we could do segments where, like, every week we go, and now it's the Old Republic segment and check, put a little and music jingle in and talk, talk about, about Old Republic. <laughs> and then cover a topic each time. I mean, yeah, we no, could. That might not be a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I, I, just, I just seriously think that wherever you put it in, if we say, oh, we'll do a half hour segment. An hour later. Yeah, one hundred percent. We will still be talking about Old Republic. Um, but yeah, it's one way to do it. It definitely, definitely, definitely is. Um, I mean, I'm happy. We'll we'll discuss obviously not while we're while we're recording what we're going to do next, but we will try and get um another one out in the in the in the week or so. Um, like I said, I know what's the date today. It's like nearly Christmas. That's the thing. It is the eighteenth today. Uh, I mean, we could I'll try. I wake up from work on Wednesday. Oh, there we go then. So we'll discuss where we can have a chat. I mean, I'm I'm at work a few days next week, but we can sort it. We can sort it between ourselves. We'll get back in and we'll get another episode. What we discuss in that episode is a different matter. Whether we do just like I said, lean into the games like we discussed previously, or we do another. This goes over on the Jedi archive. Have you Have you finished Andor yet? I haven't. I'm literally in the process. I just sit it down. I've just got past the prison break. Well, oh, prison break. Get on, get on Andor. We'll discuss Andor. That's not a bad shout, actually. I'd you be up for that. I could finish it by Wednesday. I could finish it because by Wednesday. I need to talk about Andor. 
Okay, yeah. I think that's fair. That's fair. I'd be happy to do that. We can discuss. Uh, we can discuss Andor. I'll and get it, that polished uh, off. And it's fairly relevant, so you know. Yeah, I'll be up for that. If you guys are up for that, we'll uh, we'll discuss times and dates. Um, but yeah, I'll be well up for that. If we discuss on the next episode of Space Bear, we can delve into Andor. It's quite prominent, quite relevant, and I have opinions, and I've not seen the whole thing yet. So it's so good. It is amazing. It is amazing. Um, so, yeah, thank you both again for spending this evening with me. It is always a pleasure, um, and I do really appreciate your time. And thank you to everybody who out there is listening to the podcast. Um, again, it's much appreciated, and this is not the end. I'm adamant we're pairing through with this now. This is it now. You guys are screwed. You're mine. <laughs> yes. Will do I mean, if, if we do ha- happen to have any listeners that isn't just ourselves listening to ourselves back... Um, <laughs> Surely, you know, get them to get involved, mate. Let's, definitely, let's let's listen to what's everyone else's best, best Vader moment. Yeah, yeah. Leave, leave behind your favorite Vader moments, everyone. That's it. That's it. Drop and a comment call on call us on out on our bullshit if you disagree with us. Have an yeah. argument. <laughs> we are we are on we are on all social media, Instagram and Twitter and all things like that at Space Bear Pod. And like I said, we are in, I am in the process of sorting out like Patreons and things that we can get people involved in. So there are outlets there, and I'm going to start uploading a lot of things to the YouTube, and then ultimately. Where this what where I'd like this to go is where we can do like live podcasts where we do do a live recording on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. do like a live do stream a live, on YouTube live. and we can have an open discussion and then get you guys and girls involved as well. So that there are lots of things in motion and plans that I'd like to be able to do with it because this now has my full attention. Um and I just love talking all things Star Wars. So again, both of you, thank you ever so much. Thank you to everybody out there who's listening. And if there's anything else you guys would like to say before we finish. May the force uh, be with you. Always. Nice. <laughs>